0: Hey, I'm Josh and welcome to another episode of Josh's Daily Brew. It's good to have you here. I recorded an entire episode yesterday and my microphone was not working. So I'm contemplating whether I should just do it again and uh, or I should uh, just do an intro and let you listen to what I said, because it was one of those moments where the stream of consciousness was flowing with absolute certainty, and I was uh, enjoying every moment of it, to be honest with you. So what I I was going to mention, but before I do that, I just want to say, go check out my latest long-form episode, which I haven't done in a while, with Nicole Kat, who I met on Instagram, and uh, we've since become pretty good friends, and uh, she shares her carnival story and the intricacies and complexities of uh, going carnival, um, how she healed uh, chronic arthritic pain, and a whole host of different gut issues and things like that with carnival. So, Seriously, go check it out. It's, uh, I really enjoyed it, and I felt a little bit rusty and not having uh, done one of those in a while. And in fact, today, I'm interviewing Linda Salatin, I think, from Instagram as well. She is a a long-term carnivore, um, and I'm really looking forward to that too. But what I was gonna speak about is this idea of letting go and specifically um, letting go of ideas, people, things that no longer serve you and it's so important to somatically let go of things that don't serve you because it allows the unconscious to let in what is needed to be in the very moment that you need it and letting go is no easy task you will undoubtedly be faced with a heavy barrage of resistance um not only from others but yourself and that's the most important distinction to make is when you when you understand your own resistance and your own shadow you make friends with uh, a part of yourself that allows you to express yourself in ways that maybe you could not have done before because your shadow was holding you back. And there is a huge paradox um, in mindfulness meditation. And in fact, it reminds me of the story of Mara inviting Mara to tea from Tara Brock, who's a mindfulness meditation teacher. And she talks about inviting your darkness to tea and allowing your darkness to enter your house. And instead of not, you know, you know instead of f- facing your darkness with resistance and despair and discouragement and resentment, you actually invite it in and you sit down and you say, I see you, Mara. I see you, I feel you, let's have some tea, let's sit together, let's, uh, let's look at one another in the eye, let's uh, bear our naked beings and bodies uh, in the fullest force and let's see where this goes <laughs> and the paradox here is that it often takes you to the most beautiful places that you could ever imagine because you have allowed the darkness to seep into yourself and it's integrated with you instead of not integrated and the purest examples of this can be seen with people that um, seek spiritual guidance and upliftment from not only gurus but maybe plant medicines uh, drugs serve that purpose as well but you know, the best example is that when you go on a journey with a shaman um, and you use plant medicines like ayahuasca or um, mushrooms or LSD and bearing in mind I'm no expert and I don't consider myself to be an expert by any domain, uh, you are often faced with your your shadow, your darkness and I see people... Um, Wanting more and more and more of these spiritual experiences um, these sacred experiences without integrating the shadow from it and um, Then in that case it just becomes another drug experience. It just becomes another experience that you are hoping to have in an attempt to get out of your pain and suffering so integration of your darkness and integration of your shadow is the most important thing. And it starts with letting go of old ideas and beliefs that you've had about yourself for a very long time. And a lot of these ideas are unconscious. And a lot of these ideas are are there. You just, you just don't know them. And, um, you know, one way of sort of discovering your darkness is when you journal, what are you what are you not saying that's there and what are you not saying that you're afraid to say and it's a there's kind of a liberating sense when you put the your deepest darkest visions and fears onto a page and just see it for what it is and what it is is just that it's just a vision it's just an idea it's just a belief that you've had about yourself and When you look, when you, you know, in the very Sam Harris sense of the mindfulness word, when you look at it from an objective point of view or from a a point of view of mindfulness and stillness, you are activating your prior consciousness. You are activating the part of your consciousness that is already happy, that is already fulfilled, that is already utterly in a blissful state Um, and The thing that people don't realize is that you have access to a state of pure bliss and pure joy and pure awareness at any given moment, no matter what is happening in your life. It is there. And you might not always feel it, but just knowing that it's present and that there's always a different perspective to take on is like the most mind-altering thing that can happen to your life um lots to take in today hey um more of an update slash stream of consciousness episode today because i also wanted you to go check out that interview that my first my first long form interview which i haven't had it in a long time and i'm having another one today and it'll probably be released next week and I'm looking forward to getting back into the groove of having conversations, conversations with real people, not only in the carnivore community, although I, th- I believe there's a huge need for it in the community because there's just so much healing that can take place when you um, when you heal your body. Um, I have a belief is that when you heal your body, your mind appears and healing your body is the most selfish way to activate yourself in the best way possible Um, and selfish can be good in the sense it definitely can because it has a ripple effect in everything that you do in your life and it goes out and people notice when people know when you are internally happy and peaceful and fulfilled and you have boundaries and all of these things. It, it, it just shows up in the rest of your life. Um, so, again, this is coming from a place of a bit of frustration from yesterday. I recorded a beautiful episode, uh, also 10 minutes long, of just me going on about letting go of people. And, in fact, it was about me letting go of somebody specifically in my life. And it wasn't necessarily the someone. It was the idea I had about the someone and I made it conscious, and a sort of uh, stillness emerged from that, Um, but sometimes when things don't work, or things don't go as planned, um, oftentimes I would try and fight it, and I would try and fight the universe, and uh, trying to fight the universe is like trying to wrestle with a pig, Um, it's shitty, and the pig loves it, so don't don't fight the universe. You know, if things if things are not jelling and things are not working, just take it as a sign to maybe step back and, and look at things from a different perspective. Um, again, there's a, it's a, it's a lot to take in this episode. <laughs> Lots to take in. Um, but I appreciate your support. And if you can subscribe, like, comment, it goes a long way. And I'll catch you in the next episode. Cheers for now.